with Super Sly 75. You're listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. <clears throat> yeah, you know, me, shout out to Red Sings the Blues. We had a good conversation uh, earlier tonight, and I just like, you know what, let me hop back on again and uh, keep it going. So, yeah, yeah, shout out to my man Red. Indeed, 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 indeed. I don't like the way that motherfucking, uh, I don't like the way this shit's looking all blurry. Why is it widgy? Blurry as hell. Okay. Sydney, what's happening? Okay, okay. Oh, 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 bro, what's going on? We good, bro? Well, hopefully I can, you know, help uh, at least distract you for uh, an hour or so, you know? Listen, they do it to themselves. I don't feel bad for Colorado. I don't feel bad. But we, before we get to before we get to Colorado, who did this? Who? Jamaicans? Jamaicans. Listen, y- y'all know I have a slight beef with y'all. What is this? Who, who did this shit? Who did this shit? And I just rap because he under the blood, missing me under the blood. Under the blood, missing me under the blood. Who did this? Jesus cover me under the blood. Under the blood, missing me under the blood. Jesus, you've been cover me under the blood. In the morning when me wake up. And the blood that Jesus me take this? up. How when they feel like me, I go break up. Put the blood from me face just like a makeup. To make it. In the morning when me do? wake up. And the blood that Jesus me take up. Yeah. How when they feel like me heart break up. Put the blood from me face just like a makeup. Under the blood. Under the blood. Jesus cover me. Jesus you will cover me. Say under the blood. Let them hear me. Let them hear Listen, me. 
The physical man can't fight no demon. Fasting and prayer for build up the inner one. Well, anointed convert the sinner man. Find the demon, rip up Satan. How you pollute the land with big corruption? A warfare time is a revelation. Thank Father God for giving me salvation. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. It is an inspiration. And the Jesus cover me. Jesus, you will cover me. Say, and the blood. And the blood of me say, Jesus, you will cover me. In the morning when me wake up, and the blood of Jesus me take up. How when me feel like we are going to break up. Let me tell you why. So if like the last week I kept seeing the song in these TikTok clips and you have a bunch of Jamaican women talking about this is the song I play when I'm in church and it had that song in the background. I'm like, what song is this? And I finally found it. I finally found it. That is pastor. I don't know what I forget his name, but he's a pastor. And uh, yo, put that shit out as a single, brethren. And I hate that I understood everything he said. I hate the fact that I understand Patois to the point where I understood everything he was saying. Oh, Lord. Oh, my Lord. Can we, uh, <laughs> Rastafarian gospel? <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> See, you know what? I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Matter of fact, let me uh let me take it let me take care of you right now. Where did I get it off of? Was it Twitter? Was it Twitter? It couldn't have been Twitter. It was Instagram. No, it was Twitter. Let me stop lying. Uh oh. Did I delete? No, I didn't. Still there? Instagram? I found it. Nope. Never mind. Oh, download, downloads. Downloads. Okay. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Okay. Boom. Don't say I never gave you anything. All right. Dirty wine for Jesus. What in the shopping ranks? I'm going to my room. Hilarious. I don't like the way. My motherfucking chat widget is looking kind of blurry. Wait a minute. Let me change some. Let me change some up real quick. Hold up, y'all. Because my joint is blurry. And I don't like that. Okay. Chat delay off. Short messages, 30 seconds. Font size. Could that be it? Let's engage or enlarge the font size. It's boxed. Okay. Save settings, copy, and then go back to the globe and then paste the new settings and add widget overlay. And hopefully that should take care of it. Hopefully be not blurry. Okay, let me get you the hell up out of here. Get you out of here. Boop. All right, here we go. Hopefully the next, okay. All right, all right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. All right, there, there you go. Jamaican pastor Gregory Mitchell. Shout out to Bray J, thank you, bro. It's clear on y'all end, because it looks blurry on mine, but you know, 
I, my vision ain't what it used to be. All right. See, now it's all pixelated, man. What? Oh, it's got two of them. Okay, let me get rid of that. So it was the font size. All right, that's what it was. I had to enlarge the font. Cool. Hey, Nick, we just up here, you know, wasting bandwidth and all types of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Just out here just making a mess. All right. <laughs> phony. <laughs> Not phony, man. I know them oxtails. Listen, I didn't know it took that long to make oxtails. Six to eight hours of just cooking it. Like, I didn't know it was that, that intensive, you know? All right, let's get to some clips. I got clips. I got clips. Yeah, buddy. Boy, boy, boy. Now, didn't I say this whole jail thing is going to be popular thanks to Kai Sanat? Didn't I tell y'all this jail thing is going to be cool? Look at this shit here. Has anyone seen this? He said I'm too bougie so he decided to take me to prison and here I am clueless thinking we're going somewhere fancy and then I saw Alcatraz and I was like hmm so the concept of this place is pretty interesting you have to smuggle in some contraband uh, I'll tell you why later it's an immersive experience with like a theatrical twist where you are basically the inmate you get to interact with all the actors what so we got taken to our cell then got into the orange jumpsuit we actually you got people wanting to cosplay being in jail You got people wanting to cosplay being in jail. What is this? We're quite excited and um, quite eager to see what was going to happen next. The actors were so, 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 so good and they stayed in character the entire time. Then we started getting some drinks. They make your bespoke cocktails using your smuggled in goods. In between the drinks, we have some acting scenes going on. So there was a warden, there's guards, inmates and just loads of people. So there's so much happening every single moment whilst you're in there. Now tell me why my husband ended up being one of the main characters. Anyway, our next round of cocktails came. This one was kind of sweet and I really liked it. I think it was my favorite. Get more scenes from the warden it was actually really funny um we then got sent to the hall where we met this guy who had drinks in a ketchup bottle um so we went back to ourselves and do you know what the hole is in prison I, i'm not gonna I'm, I'm gonna differentiate between jail and prison because prison you know it's a it's a different level from jail there is no hole in the jail in a prison when you go to the hole it's literally a concrete room and they literally give you a bucket in the corner there's no lights there's no mattress you're in the hole like you are sleeping on concrete like this is not cool but this is why i say the term social engineering need not be used anymore the job has been completed mission accomplished you got people wanting to have an, a jail experience who the hell wants to have a jail, a jail experience? Just ask me and I'll tell you how bad it was. I won't even charge you for it. The round of cocktails was waiting for us. This one was really nice and spicy. Our last round of cocktails came, which were French martinis. Once again, there were 10 out of 10. We then went to uh, complete our mission in the warden's office. We had a final scene from all the actors 
took a load of pictures and honestly the experience was very very interesting you should definitely check it out if you're ever in manchester in manchester uk y'all weird anyway and no, no listen you know what I, i'm gonna go ahead and say it blacks in the uk are weird they got issues oh my god yeah yeah black brits got mad issues i i can't even i i i, I can't man ah no 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 y'all got it okay y'all got it let's let's uh jeez uh anyone does anyone know where the hospital is i'm too lazy to go look it up but this is what happened salem hospital taking corrective action after flawed procedures the hospital saying it has notified nearly 450 endoscopy patients that they may have been exposed to serious infections endoscopy hepatitis b hepatitis c and hiv According to the hospital, the possible exposure happened over a two-year period wow. when patients were given medications through an IV in a, quote, manner not consistent with the hospital's best practice. The patients alerted underwent visual imaging, for example, a colonoscopy or gastrointestinal ultrasound. What? Wait, 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 wait. Let's go look this up. Let's go look this up. Salem Hospital, Massachusetts. Okay, let's go look it up. Hold up, hold up. Hold up. Now I'm intrigued. Now I'm intrigued. Let's go look. Salem Hospital. Okay, here we go. They are, it's already, oh my, this is bad. This is bad. Okay, wait, I don't want that. I want an actual news clip. Maybe this is why I keep getting demonetized for reused content. <laughs> Uh, give me videos, give me videos. Here we go. Holy cow. Ah, goddamn ads. Ah, what is that? Get out of here. Okay, here we go. Do do do. Do do do. Boop boop, skibbly boop. Do 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 do, skibbly boop. Okay. Oh, wait. Concerned and anxious. Salem Hospital patients joining in a class action lawsuit after a former employee used a single use piece of equipment on multiple patients, potentially exposing them to HIV, Hep B, and Hep C. These are instruments that go down in through a, a patient's throat into their stomach. Um, that obviously come into contact with bodily fluids. Attorneys at Catch's Law Group says around a dozen patients have reached out to them. I came home from work. Melinda Cashman is one of them and describes the moment she found out what she could have been exposed to. My brain froze in that moment with the three viruses that they said I had to be tested for. Cashman says the hospital sent her a generic letter in the mail saying she may have been exposed to an infection. She says it made no mention of HIV, Hep B or Hep C and spent the weekend agonizing over what she could have been exposed to. Why didn't you call? Why just a generic letter that said an infection? The hospital tells us there's no evidence today of any infections resulting from this incident. This involved a single contracted person who no longer works at Salem Hospital. That person did not use best practices and the hospital self-reported this incident to the Department of Public Health. The hospital has a duty to be open with the patients to talk to them about why this happened, how this happened, for how long it's been going on. 
Potential exposure dates range from 2021 until April 19th of 2023. The if you're impacted, the hospital is or has already reached out to you. And again, there are no reports of any confirmed infections. Wow. What in the hell? Uh, let's go back to New York. Eric Adams budget cuts. Eric Adams slashes budgets for police, library, and schools. Said the migrant crisis made the deep budget cuts necessary. Jeezy Pete, even progressive Democrats call the reductions dangerous and unnecessary. Why do people escape from New York? I need to pull that up on, on Amazon Prime and watch and rewatch that bad boy. Let's see. <clears throat> Mayor Eric Adams announced painful budget cuts to New York City services on Thursday that would freeze police hiring and close libraries on Sunday and warned that more cuts would be necessary without additional federal funding to manage the migrant crisis. The budget cuts would bring the number of police department officers below 30,000 for the first time since the 1980s, slash the education department budget by $1 billion over two years, and delay the rollout of composting, of composting in the Bronx and Staten Island, one of the mayor's signature initiatives to address rats and climate change. The cuts would also weaken two popular programs, summer school and universal pre-kindergarten. Now this bothers me because I work with TK to third graders like I'm I'm you know I have a soft spot for for the, the tykes Mr. Adams said in a statement that he had to make uh, cuts across city agencies in response to the rising costs of the migrant crisis slowing tax revenues and the ending of federal pandemic aid uh, the cuts to New York City's uh, $110 billion budget comes as Mr. Adams is facing two crises, two crises that could come to define his mayoralty and his chances at, he's not getting a second term. An influx of migrants from the southern border that he could say that he could destroy the city and a federal investigation is a camp. Yeah, he's out of here. He's done. Get him the fuck out of here. Mayor Adams unnecessary, dangerous and draconian budget cuts will only worsen New York's affordability crisis and delay our city's economic recovery by cutting funding for the schools, child care, food assistance and more that help New Yorkers live and raise families in this city. Uh, Mr. Adams said the cost of the migrant crisis was growing and expected to cost nearly $11 billion over two years and that the next year's budget had a major seven billion dollar gap the cuts go into effect immediately city officials said and the mayor can implement hiring freezes on his own get this negro the hell oh, this is hard escape from new york get out of there <laughs> i don't know where you're gonna go but you can't stay there gotta get your ass out of new york um Jeez, oh, you're in New York City. Oh, wow. God bless y'all that's still fighting and scrapping and surviving. God bless y'all. Okay. We got more clips and more clips. What is this? What clip is this? Oh, okay, hold up. That's the Diddy clip. We're going to save that one. Okay, what clip is this? You know what? Speaking of kids, let's get to it. Parents, come get kids. Parents, come get your kids.
I'm calling out all the parents. If you're a parent and your child is in pre-K to elementary school, elementary school to high school, I'm calling you out. The children today, I have never experienced, and I'm, I'm 22. Having to teach and work with you guys as children has been the most traumatic experience of my life. I teach five-year-olds ballet, five-year-old girls ballet. I have a class of 10 students. They don't respect any authority. You ask them, can you stand in your designated spot? They're telling you no and shut up. They're throwing things at each other. They're throwing things at other people, other classmates. You say, can everybody sit in their spot? I don't want to, I'm not doing that. You don't get to tell me what to do. You're not my mom. Mm -mm. You confront the parent. The parent tries to argue with you and fuss at you because you tried to reprimand and redirect their kid. I told a young little girl, please sit in your spot. You're not my mom, you don't tell me what to do. Okay. When her mom came to pick her up, I said, hey, your daughter's having a hard time following instructions. And seven times today, I've had to redirect her to just sit in her spot. Well, clearly she didn't want to sit. And mind you, this is a mom. Clearly she didn't want to sit right there. So, I mean, if she's telling you she don't want to do something, why keep asking her to do it? You know she's not going to do it. What world do we live in? Like, what in you guys' brain as a parent says, hmm, my kid not following any directions is a, is a great thing. It's not that serious, and y'all don't have a right to tell her what to do. It's sad. It's sad. It's really, really sad. And another thing that's heart-wrenching is horrifying. It is horrifying. Your five-year-old daughters are asking to listen to Pound Town. Uh-oh. And Ski Yee. Your daughters, your five-year-old daughters are asking, can we hear Pound Town? I'm playing them Princess Tiana ballet music and they are asking me can we hear hmm. Hmm. I don't know what to do uh -oh. I don't know what to do uh -oh. and I'm so scared for these little girls today because this is the most insane insane agenda push I have ever seen in my life we do freeze dance. You guys' daughters are twerking at five. Uh -oh. Five. Uh -oh. Where's the parenting? Where's the boundaries? Where's the help? Y'all are not helping your kids. You're hurting them. You guys are hurting them. I come every day dressed, ready to go, and I'm in school too. I'm in college. I mean, I put bows in my hair. I'm wearing leotards. I... I'm trying to get them interested in, in like proper things for their age. And you guys are exposing your kids to this raunchy secular music. Oh, Why is you guys' five-year-old's daughter singing Pound Town? And it's just really, 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 it's upsetting. Yeah, y'all gonna lose a... a, a a good teacher behind this she's done she's mentally exhausted broken she just looks like she's just done with it yeah yeah uh, we're gonna lose a good one
we're gonna lose a good one behind that that's that's terrible um you know what i got time j cole dropped some gems about marriage that you know resonated with me and um you know makes a lot of sense let's go look at couples that's been married for a long time and i know now from life experience they're like man that shit didn't always feel like it felt when y'all first met that's not how it always felt people get married thinking that like i'm meeting you and this shit feel like this and we on a high and i'm gonna marry you because man this shit been feeling like this for a year straight i already know i got my person it's gonna feel like this forever shit two years after you get married and that shit don't feel the same then it's like damn we ain't supposed i guess we not supposed to be married no you gotta now find a new way to fall in love with this person from this valley that y'all in you gotta find a way to get back to the peak so what does that take man we gotta go on more dates I gotta listen more. Shit, I gotta turn this IG off because they keep suggesting all the baddest bitches. Like, I gotta stop looking that way so I could just focus on this and appreciate what I got. Look at people that have been married 40, 50 years. Like, how many times did they have to fall back in love with each other? Yeah, that's what me, my, and Peepaw don't tell you. You know, after they get, got done wanting to strangle each other and <laughs> playing spy versus spy. Yeah, you gotta find your way back to that person. That's real shit. Let's go. How many times could they not stand each other? With, how many times did they say, you know what, instead of separating? We're going to make it work, and I'm going to fall back in love with you. All right. Yeah, that was good. That was, that was, that was, I mean, that was real shit what he said, but let's go to the dark side. Let's go to the dark side. Shall we? Women cheat more than men? Far more. Come on. Far, far more. Come on. Uh, far from, and the, Why do you think women cheat more than men? Uh, because they're in denial about the infidelity. When they cheat, they don't even label it as that. When if a woman starts cheating, what, what they, they label it as? They label it as my husband's no longer satisfying me. They won't even say I'm cheating. They'll say my husband isn't satisfied. They find a way to redirect and shift the terminology so that they are void of guilt. Really? Boom, 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 boom. Now y'all can debate her about who cheats more. I'm not, I don't entertain those those discussions. I, I don't entertain those discussions. Let me find this other stuff before we just get into the crux of this uh okay black customer service black customer service this is sad to listen to atlanta deserves the reputation it get it, it, it has atlanta deserves the reputation it, it, it has let's go we have people we're not fast food none of our restaurants we're not fast food they sit down, we have servers, we have a bar. They want fast service. But if they wait 30 minutes, they're angry. But if you wait, you wait in the parking lot at Whataburger for 30 minutes, and it's fine. It's fine. All right, Demetrius, let's hear from you really quick. Well, you know, I just want to say, I think, you know, we do have room for improvement. And I think, uh, you know, Keith Lee highlighted the fact that we do have plenty of room for improve improvement as black owned businesses and black owned restaurants. And, you know, I think this puts the pressure on us. We have to do better and our community deserves better. Yeah, it, I think it's too late. I think that the stereotype is so embedded and, and, and ingrained to me. It's not even a stereotype. Like you expect if I expect poor service, bad service attitudes, I expect it now. It's like commonplace. If I don't get it, I'm like shocked. I'm like, what do you mean? You didn't, you're not going to slam my food on the ground or, you know, talk crazy to me or, you know, not hand the money, put the money in my hand. Like a lot of restaurants, so many restaurants. And there's a, a big difference 
in my experience, my black experience versus going to other restaurants. There's a big difference. Number one, black restaurants and bars, why do you cost so much? Wait, who is this? What is, what is, oh, okay, you see my, y'all see my cursor, right? You see the pointer. Who is this person? Who, you're on, I would say national TV. You're just on TV, period. How, wow, what do you dress like? What do you? What is she wearing? Uh, okay, come on, come on, come on, come on. Why am I spending three times as much for one drink versus somewhere else and it's a better quality cocktail yeah, never or dish? Or I'm getting the same meal at every black restaurant. You don't even switch it up. You don't even try. It's so all the same I, stuff. I, 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 I live, I live in the room. Yeah, but I can, I can beg to differ on that because I've gone to Steak 48 and I've gone to other restaurants around the, the I, I think that sometimes our mental, uh, the mental of we are going to expect more from a Caucasian or different restaurant versus a black restaurant because we have. The excuses, the excuses, there's more, there's more about your experience can't satisfy right. every customer though sometimes absolutely. they come in like these these 2023 customers okay absolutely these not the 1999 customers these these people today oh, have a high level gen x no they gen have a high yeah, level right. of sense of entitlement so when you come see i run parking lots in the club area so mm -hmm. either way whatever energy and attitude you give and guess who giving it back Baby, park that car, give me your money, and get in the club. You come around that corner drunk, that is not my fault. I'm going to give you what you give. Now, for restaurants and stuff, yeah. I can completely understand. But if you come in with an attitude and I'm giving you everything I can from top to bottom, and you complain about everything, mm -hmm. baby, customer ain't always right at the end of the day. I'm going to give you my best foot forward. We're going to put our best food forward. But if your attitude suck walking in this door, baby, kick rocks. Next time, just pick it up to go. And that's no. why I that's why. Okay, you know, come on. A lot of black businesses don't last because they right. have that attitude. Right. And that's why people feel like they can come in there and act however. You act however and it reflects on your customers. Yes, it does. I go to a lot. Uh, okay. Um, wow. 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 That is crazy. Now, let me do this. Let me find. At the clip point. Okay. Let's go. J. Edgar Hoover. J. Edgar Hoover. J. Edgar Hoover was a black man passing for white. Well, when you look at uh, the Jim Crow law, one drop of uh, black blood turns you black. So I say this, and I've always said it. If you want to be black, you can claim it. If you don't, then move on. On our screens, we see family pictures that you say you uncovered when your grandparents died. A lot of them feature J. Edgar Hoover on the top as a child. And then on the bottom, tell me about the people uh, and how they're related to him and you. Well, I was told that the secret was that J. Edgar Hoover was my grandfather's second cousin. But after 21 years of research in Salt Lake City all over the United States in the, in the genealogy, and with a group of, of genealogists, I found out that he was not his second cousin. He was actually his first cousin. My uncle Ivy and J. Edgar Hoover's mother, Annie Hoover, had an affair. Mm -mm. And J. Edgar Hoover was a product of that affair. Mm -mm. 
Wow. And I understand that you were threatened in your family as a child that if you came out. Uh, I, I, I can't find. I got to find the rest of it. I got to find the rest of this. I got to find the rest of this. Okay. 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 Now let me find what Dion said. We'll cover Colorado briefly. And then we'll get to uh, party. And then we'll get to Diddy again because everyone's feels safe now and <laughs> everybody feels safe now telling their Diddy stories. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. Now, um, where is it at? Okay. To myself send. I don't like Dion's response after this last loss. I don't like what he said as a coach. Now, listen, I know I coach little kids and fifth and sixth graders. I know it's a huge, huge difference in the coaching methods and styles, but it's something still they're not um, steely old men. You know what I'm saying? Like they still have egos and still there's fragile parts to their psyche, even though they're 18, 19, 20, 21 year old, you know, young men. I don't like what he said. Let me see. Let me find it. I don't like what he said about the linemen uh, and Colorado's loss, right? Because if the players aren't performing, the first thing I, I ask or I look at is, okay, who's their coach, right? Who, who's their coach? That's the first thing I ask is who's their coach. Then you get to the player. Then you assess the player's skill set because then you, you try to see, well, okay, is the kid not, you know, is it not, picking up on what the coach is saying is the coach properly teaching the student or you know what i'm saying the player whatever the case may be because like for us we get judged when we have our evals we get judged on how well the student receives our instructions okay so pretty much everything on us falls on the coach and how well we're able to explain um the games and ourselves to the children and if the children aren't receiving our instructions they're looking at us like okay why is this child not you know, doing what needs to be done under your instructions, under your direction. So we catch that we're the first people they look at crazy, right? So when he said this about his offensive line, I'm like, well, who's the offensive line coach? That's the first thing, right? It's a brief clip of what he said. This is not good. This is how you, your team's morale is already in the toilet. This doesn't help those young offensive linemen that are tasked with holding off defenders and trying to protect your door because your door got hurt, right? This is not cool. I just asked that turf for the big picture, trying to keep Shadur upright, healthy. The, the big picture, you go get new linemen. The big picture is you go get new linemen. That's his answer. You go get new linemen. Not let's, you know, let's do an assessment of the whole system from staff to, to player. No, you, you, you place all the blame squarely on the shoulders of the offensive linemen. Well, who's coaching these young offensive linemen? This is not good. This is not. And once again, I am not a college coach. I deal with children, <laughs> but the psyche is still there. I just asked that turf for the big picture, trying to keep Shadur upright, healthy. The, the big picture, you go get new linemen. That's the picture. I'm going to paint it perfectly. I just 
This ain't the way, Dion. This ain't the way. This ain't the way. Yeah, you throw the whole player away. Yeah, yeah, basically. Okay. If, once again, and I get it, this is not the NFL. We just can't draft in or I mean, sign a free agent here. They, I understand you're stuck with what, who you're stuck with. But Dion had more than enough time to assess his offensive lineman. Right? You, you, you all of a sudden, you're going to tell me he didn't see the weak spots in his old line? You mean his... His offensive line coach then say, hey, Dion, listen, we got problems on the left side, on the strong side. They, he, they can't protect him. He's going to get hurt if we don't do something. We don't show up this offensive line. You, you acting like this is the first time he's seen these, these issues or these problems. You had all summer to work with these kids. Now, how many of these offensive linemen are return, returning players versus how many are freshmen starters or how many are just brand new to the system altogether? There's a bunch of moving parts here. You just can't all just throw the entire old line under the bus. That's not how this works. That's not how this works. He picked these are his players. He <laughs> <laughs> oh, so much for that. <laughs> no, Atah City, no affiliate marketing. Marketing. <laughs> this is not. You can't put this all in the kids. You can't put all. <laughs> So it's really not, let me see, through weight. Even still, none of the returns. So these are all, they're all first time starters. Now, was, was anybody complaining about the O-line when they snuck those, those first two wins in, right? Because two of those games, they shouldn't have won. They should be technically two and damn near eight. R realistically, Colorado should be two and eight or two and nine. Okay. Let's be to be fair. Um, I don't know, man. I don't like, I'm Dion is sketchy as hell to me. The, the whole offensive line is transfer players. So, all right. Okay. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Just once again, throw the old, the whole old line under the bus. It's their fault. I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Um, let's see what else we got. Get rid of that. Get rid of this. All right, we're gonna wrap this thing up. I'm not gonna be here long because I promised I wouldn't be up all night. So. What did I say? Okay. Partisan Fontaine. Now it's okay if you don't know who this man is. It's okay. This was this was Meg the Stallion's ex guy, man, boyfriend, whatever you want to call him, right? This was her ex. Um Partisan has moved on and got him a a bad little jong. Her name is uh I forget her name, but she she tough. Okay, now he finally, you know, let some some uh, some stuff off his chest, and he wrote a verse 
and, and the entire diss track i wouldn't call it a diss track because he really could have went in on her but he didn't yeah this is the guy that has a feminist tattoo on on his on his side right but the bars what he says is very very telling i mean basically if you follow megan long enough and you know her vices and her demons what he's saying is not nothing new right now he's not the, he's not the, he's not a mc he's not god tier not mid tier hell he's just you know an average rapping ass dude but he's been around for a minute he's got a fat he's got a following people know who he is texas ty you know who partisan fontaine is all right so these are the bars that he he addressed megan with let's go you like a queen whole time i'm a clown in your circus i tried to pull you up out the mud here you are trying to drown me on purpose you know the devil was a serpent put some streams and views girl i hope it was worth it same for megan the stallion this is for megan the person have me beefing with niggas you know you was fucking oof that hurts that hurts beautiful girl but your soul is disgusting that she's she's a beautiful wait, wait beautiful what, what, what are you saying she's what beautiful girl but your soul is disgusting she's a beautiful girl but her soul is disgusting now if you be out here long enough we've all come across extremely extremely beautiful women and they just have just ugly on the inside i can count a couple i've come across beautiful exterior ugly interior yeah i felt that too you got everything but you still ain't happy that should be showing you some high detectives girl you the feds not in your house not in your bed you lying to people you stick in the head all right you like basically called her sick in the head okay that that was that was partisan fontaine's that's his his truth his version of how things went on with his relationship with megan the stallion um i'm here for it i'm here for it you know i'm here for it i'm here for it okay now let's get to uh good lord once again everybody feels safe to come out and tell their stories now that you know the word on diddy is uh you know once again diddy's gonna be all right everybody relax it's gonna be all right clive is still breathing and uh let's get let's get to to the, the diddy files let's go let's go let's go diddy was in the news for his decision to return publishing rights to bad boy artists did b5 benefit from that that's a discussion <laughs> we didn't hear anything we didn't get no calls or nothing like that from that but um with a camera yeah yeah Puff, <laughs> diddy we yeah pull <laughs> yeah we, we, we went our publishing the... too we were so young at the time we didn't understand the business of it but you know now it's like looking back it's like damn like you know why why our names wasn't on the credits you know what i mean why 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 where the percentage is at where the pub at you know what i mean back then you know we were 13 14 15 there was really no one to step in place and be like yo like where's the split sheets at like make sure he gets this percentage you know what i mean do you regret leaving bad boy mm, no no we just couldn't see eye to eye yeah. you know what i mean so we decided to to split now, for the people that don't know, you guys burst on the scene with the Bad Boy deal with your self-titled album, B5, produced by P. Diddy. Play a little snippet. <laughs> hey. <of them. laughs> hey, Lance. Okay, okay, okay. We ain't going to about to hit me with no damn copyrights. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Ami is, Ami turned himself in, right? Didn't Ami? He already, he's already in federal prison. Let me see. Let's go see. Ami. Uh, 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 
No, no, no. Ami. Ami and a. Yeah, he's already, I believe he's already in federal, federal prison. Let me look, let me look. They got five and a half years in prison. Has he turned himself in? Yeah, he's already. Yeah, he's already in in the the, the big pokey. They had the auction. Blah blah blah. Okay, let me do this. Let me ask this question. Is right now. He got sentenced back in March. He's already, yeah, he'd been turned himself in. Yeah, as far as I can tell, he's already, he's already in, inside. Okay. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Um, hmm. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, let's do this. Okay, what federal prison is he in? Federal prison. Federal prison. I don't feel like looking this thing up. Okay, pled guilty on in February, was sentenced in on March eighth. His cars were auctioned off on October thirteenth. Carasquillo. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Federal Bureau of Prisons. There we go. Inmate search. Oh, let me just show you what I'm trying to look up. Okay. Who knows? Okay, let's search. Ah. Squillow. 
So yeah, he is in, by all accounts, he is in prison. I don't want this. X out. X. No, I don't want. Ah, oh, come on, come on. So yeah, from what it says that he's already in there. All right. Yeah, it's gonna take me a minute to find him in the prison, the bureau of prisons. Uh, Omar, here we go, Omar. Let's see if this works. Ah, God damn it! Oh, that's the y'all see that? So he's registered as white. That's why I couldn't find him, y'all. He's registered as white. White. So here's his inmate. Well, here's his uh, register number 66578 509, age 37, race, white. Y'all pay attention to that. He is at USP Lewisburg. It is a medium security U.S. penitentiary with an adjacent minimum security satellite camp. Inmate population 949 total inmates, 619 at the USP, 330 at the camp. Uh, Jurist, uh, judicial district is Middle Pennsylvania and the BOP Northeast region. It is at 2400 uh, Robert F. Miller Drive, Lewisburg, Pennsylvania. So this is level one. This is level one. It's still prison. Don't give me don't let don't don't let that dumb shit fool y'all. It's still freaking prison. Uh let's see. So this is where he's at. This is where he's at. And they got him listed as white. They got him listed as white. BOP register number. Um, let's do no FBIS in that. Ah, oh, man, I didn't copy it. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me go, let me go copy it. Okay. Copy. Inmate. Find an inmate. Go find an inmate. There he is. Il Omar Carasquillo. Race white. Race white. Okay. All right. There you go. Now let me pull this bag real quick. Now I, I just I love the timing with all the Diddy stuff. Now everyone's dropping the old Diddy um, interviews and stuff and all their stories about Diddy. The algorithm, this the the, me, the social media thing is just unrelent, unrelenting. Like it never fails to capitalize on anything. You know, Vlad's gonna drop a bunch of stuff. Okay. So let's do this, and then we'll get to the 
what he did to Wale. And he gave Sunday. Jamie came in, like you said, he was going for the quarterback. The first offer was out to Puffy. I heard that. It's a true story. We have a workout at USC. On the audition. There is no way that you can be in any given Sunday if you're not an athlete. I don't give a what's on your resume. You could have said you played, but here we go. We're on the field. If you're going for the quarterback, you got to be able to throw. If I'm wide receiver, I got to be able to run. I got to be able to catch. So they say, okay, Sean Combs, Sean, let's go. He gets under the quarterback. He going to be mad when I say this. This shit is crazy. So they say, hut, 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 And he goes back. You know how you throw with your left hand with your weak hand? Yeah, yeah. That was his regular hand. Shut up. Motherfucker was like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was like, I, I was like, he not gonna make it. <laughs> Can we get Mace? Can, uh, Can we get Mace? <laughs> he was like, hmm. We was like, uh-oh. Uh-uh, not today. Okay, now let's get to uh the horror story of of uh apparently what he apparently he pulled the uh a red from uh, the five heartbeats on Wale. Let's let Aunt Glizzy tell us. Shout out to Aunt Glizzy. If you don't know about Glizzy Gang, DMV, Shy Glizzy. Uh, what's the one song he had? Awesome. Oh, I love that song. I still play that song to this day. Shy Glizzy, Glizzy Gang, but then Shy Glizzy got accused of some, some stuff with women and stuff. I was like, ah, oh, that's not good, Shy Glizzy. But shout out to Glizzy Gang, let's go. We in the studio, and this girl in the studio, and she's singing, but the girl is Cassie at the time. I don't really know what's going on. I just know she's a big singer. I'm, I'm not a musician. I'm not a music guy at this time. I'm not in the music. I'm just there with Sha. Literally make sure Sha. All right, I know like the popping people. While they been telling us like before, before we even get before we even get to the studio with him and Cassie in the studio, while they was already telling us like, man. We about to go to the studio with Cassie. Man, Diddy be acting crazy over her. Diddy don't want nobody working around her. So y'all make sure y'all don't look at her too wild or make her feel uncomfortable. Or if you see her security guys or her security guys with her, just prepping us on how crazy Diddy act over her. Like any guys that's around her in her vicinity, why Diddy not around, he kirks off, he goes off. We make it through the session. We probably like an hour in the session, like an hour into the session, maybe two. Her and while they doing what they doing in the studio, but they helping each other. It's just professional, y'all. It ain't nothing like they ain't doing nothing weird. They ain't. I don't feel no weird vibes. I don't see no flirting or nothing. It's really professional. They making good music. So I'm off not paying no attention. I been heard what he told me before we walk in here about Diddy be tripping, but I'm just thinking like Diddy be tripping. I swear to God, Diddy and his security guys walk through this room. I told y'all. But I don't know, I guess they weren't supposed to be there doing it in person together. They were supposed to send it or whatever, but they was trying to keep and doing it in person together because they ain't thinking Diddy gonna pop up in here like, Diddy probably somewhere living his natural born life. At least that's what they thought. <laughs> I swear y'all, Diddy got like little secret people that follow her places. Like when she go in little restaurants, like his girlfriends, like he keep eyes on to see who they cheating on. Like he that crazy. It's, it's some obsessive Diddy. Like it's uh, crazy. The world know about it though. Like the crazy parties. Diddy be crazy over them girls, like super duper stalking, like he be having private investigators following them, no names can't go around him, he very controlling, I swear to God. So that's what the vibe is, so Diddy walks in. Diddy walk in Wale and him in the bathroom, Wale, not bathroom, Wale and the girl in the booth, but they doing the music part, me and Shaw over here. I don't know it's Diddy who walked in, I just see these big 
Security guys and a nigga in black, like it's a black sweatsuit and hat. I can't really see who it is, but I know it's another celebrity important person because this this room only important people walking in this room. This ain't even no type of room you can get in unless you're an important person. But he came in with aggression, they moving. But I seen security guys with him, so I know it wasn't nothing for us. Like it was no like it was no threat to us or me or Shy. It was like control because they had to get in, they had to go through all this so you know it's somebody. And then I looked, it was like a glance once he got a little bit past me. I'm like, damn, that's Diddy. I ain't say nothing. I looked at Shy. Shy looked at me. I was not about to run in there. First of all, time I, I was not, I'm here with Shy. I'm just not about to run in there and say Wale and be like, Wale, Diddy come like that. Out of, I would have died. Like, that's out of my control. First of all, this Puff Daddy. I promise you. I don't mind what gangsta I do in the street. This don't, first, this, Uncle Buck, this is off my list. This is off my radar right here. I can't do nothing with this. I'm going to still, I'm going to stand down. So, man, Shy, like, oh, so as they go in there, they go back there, but they shut the door. It's a blind, all right. It's a, once you, it's a studio part, the booth part. It's like a blind back there. Like, it's a pop part. They do orchestra back there. So with a booth at, it's like an orchestra, like a church zone. You can open it and you can see in the studio where they record, or you can shut it. Like the, like those of y'all ever been to a graduation and the blind shut, you can shut the blinds and you can't even see back there. Diddy and them went back there and shut the blinds. All I heard was a rock, do, 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 but not punches, like shit, like moving around, tables and shit. But I'm like, oh, so me and Shy run to the blinds. We people through the blinds. I'm people through the blinds. Shy people through the blinds. I swear for God, it's a balcony in the studio, like an out balcony. You can see over the back. I swear to God, my grandmother, they got Wally over top of his feet. They got him off his feet, hanging off the balcony. Like, he hanging off the balcony. They dangling by his feet. I can't really hear what they saying. I'm like, Shy, man, be quiet. Shy, Shy, Shy on the whistle. This is terrible. <laughs> This is terrible. Going on. First of all, Shy can go back and help Wale. This is man. He can go back to Shy and he must uh, move. I swear to God. Shy like, man, what they doing? I said, man, they got him over the pony by his feet. They're like, man, no, nah, no, he don't. That ain't him. Like, show that is him. We knew it was him because we know what type of shoes Wale wore to the studio. And we seen them jump up in the air. So who put on Wale's shoes? Nobody. That was Wale's feet over there. So boom. So I'm like, man, what the hell is going on? But Wale had already hipped us to this. That Diddy is crazy about this Cassie girl. And nobody could be around her. Just that the third. Wow. Once again, everybody is feeling safe now. The internet, man, listen, the internet is a powerful thing. People feel safe to speak out. They feeling safe to speak out. And I, I, one thing I found out I didn't know, I didn't know that Lil' Kim was, was supposed to be on the uh, Thong remix with Cisco. Diddy blocked that. I just found out. I didn't know that Lil' Kim was supposed that that would have changed her whole trajectory of her career if she got on that remix, on the Thong remix. But Diddy blocked it. Yeah, buddy. All right. So if you got Diddy stories, get at me. <laughs> get at me for Diddy stories. This is insane. 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 That's, uh, but you know, he was signed to MMG at the time. So really, oh, no, 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 no. I take that back. First, he was, was he was with uh, Atlantic. No, Interscope. Interscope, because that's how he got the single with, uh, with Lady Gaga, right? Lady Gaga was on his very first single. They were label mates. That's how that took place. So it was Interscope. And then he went to Atlantic. Then he went to MMG. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Okay, 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 okay. Um, man, okay. Man, 
it would have changed changed her whole career if she'd have got on that remix of that song. That song was a game changer. So, um, yeah, and then um, now you see all these clips with Diddy around. Oh, the one clip, the story now, when she claimed she had an ATV accident. So now everyone's like putting the clues together. Like, no, nah, that he he don't he whooped her ass. She was just faking like it was a uh, an ATV accident. She was bad. Cassie was a bad mofo. But this is the bruised pick. So this is the pick that surfaced a few years ago. She claimed that she was in an ATV accident in Dubai. Now we all sitting here like, no, sis, he was whooping your ass and all that good stuff. This was deleted from a snap from 2014. So y'all make it be what y'all will. And then there's that one clip of uh she's like wrapped up in some covers and he's like get your ass up come out and get out in the sun and i was just like wow that's uh and i didn't download it man some told me to download it and i didn't do it some told me to do it and i didn't do it when i had the chance Okay, yeah, I'm not gonna go looking for it. Oh, this I found it. Oh, just like that. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Let me find it. Let me let me download it for y'all. And we're gonna get up out of here. Download. 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 Okay. Go to gallery. Download for Twitter. Email to myself. Boom. All right, hold on. Let me go pull it real quick. Let me pull the EE that that clip. And people are are kind of putting the pieces together. This clip is from the same time when they were in Dubai, right? Okay, so where is it at? Come on, come on, refresh, refresh. There we go. All right, take everything presented with, to you with a huge grain of salt. But this is apparently the clip that everyone was tying together with the picture, which is why she was hiding her face. Now, you know, beautiful women don't, don't ever hide their faces, but let's go. Let y'all make it, make of it what thou wilt. What you gotta say now? You ain't got shit to say when you put your girl on the snap. Baby, yo, baby. I mean, shit getting weird. Come on, baby. It's hot outside. You fucking wrapped up in that blanket. Let's go jog on the beach. That's right, Will. You did. You sure did, bro. That's why I remember you telling me that. You sure did. Because we was going back and forth about something about hip-hop. <laughs> I ain't forgot. What you got to say now? You ain't got shit to say. When you put your girl on the snap. Baby. Yo, baby. I mean, shit getting weird. Come on, baby. It's hot outside. You fucking wrapped up in that blanket. Let's go jog on the beach. All right. There it is there. Now, 
nobody knows how much they settle for please stop this stop throwing numbers out nobody knows what they what they settled for and you can almost guarantee it wasn't for no goddamn anything close to what she was asking for these i'm hearing these dumbass numbers not 100 mil not 50 not even 30 i i think it's safe to assume anywhere between 10 to 15 it's safe to assume anywhere between 10 and 15 stop stop this y'all stop 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 how do you hear how do you hear something that didn't stop nobody has those numbers it, it's a sealed it's sealed it's nda everybody's bound to an nda that's working that case that worked that case that settlement so all right i'm gonna get out of here it's late for me i have to get up early so um i may come back tomorrow i'm not sure but with that being said um y'all have a good one peace wait wait let me send y'all off right let me send y'all off right let's go and just rap can say under the blood me say me under the blood under the blood me say me under the blood jesus cover me under the blood under the blood me say me under the blood jesus you be cover me under the blood in the morning when me wake up and the blood that jesus me take up and when they feel like me i go break up put the blood on me face just like a makeup in the morning when me wake up and the blood that Jesus me take up yeah. and when me feel like me heart break up put the blood on me face just like a makeup under the blood